It's a terrible football show, all right? I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. You. OH. Yeah. OH. Oh, baby, go. yeah. <laughs> Shane, I swear to God. Welcome to a terrible football show. That's my quarterback and my teammate, man. Ruins <laughs> <laughs> my fucking holiday every damn year. Alex. What up? You could thoroughly kiss my ass. Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show. Let a terrible football Decide the top four. Show. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> Roll Tide. Have a good one, guys. Oh, Have a good fuck one. Oh, oh, yeah, you gotta go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, you know, I like that Baker Mayfield and myself, man. He was baking up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs> that right i will fly you out and take you to a game in dallas of your fucking choice Ooh. oh shit yeah he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions so why can't i it's a terrible football show after all Welcome to a terrible football show episode i think 67 yes 67 uh we're back for our june episode we're not back weekly we're just popping in saying hey how's it going how are you hopefully life's well uh we'll do another episode next month and then we'll be actually back for weekly in august august 1st actually tuesday lines up august 1st let's shout out to that and uh, get back to weekly schedule then and it's just in time to really start breaking down some football predictions predicting college nfl everything we have no idea what we're going to talk about today we're just going to find out what happens it could be a shorter episode and that's perfectly fine i have shane and ricky here with me uh jacob is probably not going to be here but hopefully next month he will be but boys how we doing how we feeling ricky we'll start with you how you how you feeling buddy well, um, I've got the vacation lag going on. Uh, you know, just came, came off of vacation last week, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Uh, started back at work today, and just like any other Monday, it was a drag. So, yeah, bad. we're just uh, – but other than that, um, I feel great. But I, I'm ready for the weekly episodes to come back, y'all. I have been bored on Tuesdays here lately with the exception of I am, I am bowling summer league, and I should be done by August 1st, which is only, ladies and gentlemen – Six weeks away from tomorrow. I cannot wait. Cannot I wait. We're, we're getting so close uh, to, to actually coming back to weekly schedule. Uh, also, just Ricky, you're good. Almost everything that you said was on the live stream. But once again, I forgot to unmute the roadcaster. So I was the one that got shafted ah. in the intro. Welcome to ATFS uh, 67. But look, if it's the audio version, they'll never know. Besides me mentioning it, because the audio version's fine. I have it right here on the beautiful caster that I'll pull. So it's all good. We're, we're fine. It's 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 fine. Everything's fine. Uh, Shane, what about you? How are you feeling? Uh, pretty good. I'm a little tired. I've been waking up at uh, like between 4 and 5 a.m. the last week and a half. So tired. I feel you on the tired part. Last week was a 63-hour week for me. I, I am I am feeling it. <laughs> I got a nice little four-day weekend coming up for uh, 4th of July. Um, I'm still going to be busy, uh, but I'm looking forward to just having a few days just to kind of sleep in and stuff. And got vacation stuff uh, booked today, so that's a big deal. I'm 102 days away from vacation departure. Oh, yeah. If you can't you tell, going? if you can't tell, I'm counting down. Uh, usual spot, boys. Orlando. I mean, Orlando. I'm, Orlando. I bought hotels been booked for a little bit because I don't get charged till I get there, so that's all good. Go ahead and book that in. No, you know, we know what we're doing and everything. Uh, the only thing that I had to pay for in advance is uh, tickets to Universal, so I was able to 
lock that in today. Um, so I'm, I'm super pumped about that. Now it's just saving for the rest of the vacation. Everything's looking pretty good. I was talking to Andy today about it. Pretty pumped. Uh, the Last of Us got announced for a haunted house at HHN, so that's pretty exciting. HHN is usually is one of our stop our stops every year. So, yeah, I'm ready to go, man. I'm tired. Uh, I'm tired. It's been busy work season. So, but yeah, uh, today's episode, like I said, like well, like I said for the audio listeners, for the people watching the live stream, potentially, uh, yeah, no clue what we're gonna chat about here today. Zero idea. It, it is dead of summer. You know, we're at the end of June. You know, my birthday's in a few days. Shout out to that. Uh, man, nothing, nothing's going on. And that's why we don't do stuff in the summer. Um, but, you know, I'm a child, okay? And I have a very poor sense of humor. So the only reason why we're doing episodes, like, right now in June, July, is not because we did them last year, but because if we do them, when we come back, we come back to episode 69. That's a good number. <laughs> Great number. So, so I will I will so since we have no idea what the agenda is, I'll go ahead and make a shout out real quick. So um I went to high school with a guy named Tommy Wimberly. Um shout out, him shout and out. his wife him and him and his wife Kayla. Um him and his wife Kayla both went to high school with. I've known Kayla longer than I than I've known Tommy. They have a son named Marcus Wimberly. And Marcus Wimberly was just offered a scholarship personally by Sam Pittman this past weekend. So shout out to that. Um, I believe he is going to be part of the 2025 class for Arkansas. And I believe he put, I think he's going to be a, he, he's either going to be going in as a safety or cornerback, but I, I, I think he's going to be more, more or less going in for a safety. And so uh, shout out to that. I got a follow-up shout out on that. I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I know someone who was also there this past weekend. Okay. I'm not going to throw out uh, personal names or anything just out of respect for the family and everything, you know, but uh, shout out to my girlfriend's little brother. Uh, he is entering his senior year at uh, in high school, and he has been recruited quite a bit from a lot of colleges. You know, uh, I, I hear about it all the time whenever we uh, whenever I go over there for, for dinners with, uh, you know, her parents and everything in the family. And, you know, he's uh, he was there this weekend, got to meet Sam Pittman, meet uh, defensive line coach and everything. He's gotten offers from North Dakota State. So shout out to that. Uh, he's gotten some offers from some other, uh, you know, schools in the SEC, Big 12 and everything. He's, you know, he was uh, all conference, uh, first team all conference this past year. Uh, so massive shout out to that. He showed me his championship rings, uh, both of them. So that was pretty cool. Pretty nice so, rings. Where does it, where, so if you don't mind me asking, where does he go to high school? Bryant. Yep. Okay. Start, I know who you're start, talking about. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know his name. The top his name is Nick. His name is Nick. His name is Nick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I won't shout out last names just to get out of, you know, privacy for my girlfriend and their family and, and obviously my own privacy. But yeah, Nick is uh man. He's getting recruited quite a bit and he, he made a trip this past weekend, um, you know, to Arkansas, got to meet Sam Pittman and everything. So yeah. Shout out to that. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to hearing where uh, he's going to end up going. I'm, I'm pretty excited to hear about it. Hey, Hey, this is what, this is what you need to do. You really need to talk him into something, Alex. We could have we could have a special breaking news uh, for the first time ever on ATFS. Oh, we could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could announce where he's going on our podcast. You know, Just the match. <laughs> I, I think he would probably Just, be. I think he'd probably be down for it. 
Uh, so I'm, I may float the idea. I'm just saying it. Flip the idea to him. Yeah. I'll ask him a few questions, you know. Yeah. And, you know, we'll ask him a few questions, you know, just to chat up with him. And then we'll say, all right, man, where are you going to go? And breaking news everywhere. I mean, that would be awesome, man. <laughs> that would be pretty sick. That would be pretty sick. I may have to ask him. I may have to see if he's got a college announcement here live yeah, on ATFS. On ATF. Man, First what time a, ever. Dude, we're going places. Shout out to ATFS. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Hand claps, man. Hand claps oh, in the chat. Dude, shout out. Shout out. Oh, uh, yeah, that was some good shout outs. I'm glad I'm glad you pitched that because that, that popped the stuff with Nick in my brain. So massive shout outs to that. Massive shout outs to that. I just um, wonder how they're going to do without Buck James, though. That that's my only concern about this coming season. Yeah, that that is an that is an interesting one. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. That is quite the storyline on that one. But they they did end up getting their D coordinator back. So yeah. that that's always a good thing. They get some they get someone that is uh, that they're they're familiar with. But there's a huge difference in being a coordinator and being a head coach. Facts, facts, dude. No, but I mean, boys, I think... let's talk about the SEC schedules. Okay, let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, what do we got, bro? Okay, um, Arkansas didn't get really shaft, didn't didn't get shafted this year. I saw we... like Florida has like a fucking gauntlet of a schedule. Is that next yeah. year? Or this <laughs> year? <say> too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that this year or next bro. year that they have that gauntlet? It's next year. It's twenty twenty four. Bro, that schedule looked fucking horrendous. And Arkansas does not play Alabama in 2024. Oh, yeah, congratulations. Man, I saw One that. Last I'm like, <laughs> so. yeah, I did see that, and I'm like, whoa, I'm going to miss playing them. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to miss losing fucking 40 to 3. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Well, I guess the dogs are outside. I didn't even know that. And uh, we play. We play Texas instead of Alabama. We have Tennessee. um, No Georgia. No Alabama. And then we play like South Carolina, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Auburn. So it's uh, Arkansas doing its chapter on schedules for the first for the first time. So it's nice. Other schedule, others on the schedule. Our first home game is against UAPB at Oklahoma State at home against University of Alabama Birmingham. Then of course we go into Arlington and Louisiana Tech. So uh, the non-conference schedule with the and Oklahoma State. State. Yeah, the second week. So so with the exception of UAPB, um, that's actually a decent non-conference schedule. Like UAB, um, of course, their head coach went elsewhere. but that's still going to give the new head coach time to uh, to develop them. But they've actually been pretty pretty good on the uphill, so I I think that could be a uh, an interesting one. So, um, but yeah, you are right though. We we did not get near shaft as what I thought we would. Meanwhile, the Hurricanes have one of the most important games that they could possibly have right off the bat, week one. Really, really? playing Miami of Ohio. It's the battle for Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Friday, uh, September first, Miami, Ohio. Uh, it's gonna be in. Uh, it's gonna be in Florida, though. Then uh, after that, Texas A&M, Bethlehem Cookham in week three, Temple in uh, week four. I can hear Tyler now. Fuck Temple. Why? Uh, then we got our bye week. Then we got uh, going into the ACC schedule from there. Georgia Tech, North Carolina, Clemson, Virginia, NC State, Florida State, uh, Louisville, and Boston College. Hawaii schedule looks pretty good too. 
going to Vandy and, week one. We're going to beat first, Vandy. Fuck and you. for the first time, Florida, like I said, it continues back to Florida. Florida plays Miami, uh, Florida State, and um, yeah. So they play, they literally play the whole state of Florida. Yeah. Oh, I just saw something here looking at uh, Hawaii's schedule. What do you guys think about uh, San Diego State telling Mountain West to kiss their ass? Like, okay, is, I think it's, is, is there even a lot of demand for them outside of maybe like their basketball program? I don't think so. Not really. No, and I don't think their baseball is is, is that good at all. Um, man, I could be wrong about that. Um, it's a risky thing though, because you're going to also with San Diego state doing that, you're going to look at kind of the same picture that Notre Dame is in where you're going to be independent. There's good, there, there's ups and downs with that, obviously, but, um, yeah, that, that's, that, that's risky. I, I, I don't, unless, unless a bigger conference is going to come after you, like the big 12 or the, pack. um, or the or the Pac-12, I I wouldn't tell the Mountain West goodbye. That's just stupid. To my understanding, the Mountain like them telling the Mountain West goodbyes, there's like a little leeway schedule where if things don't work out, they can come back or something. So it really is just San Diego State wanting to test the waters, which I don't think are going to be go very well. <laughs> Vanderbilt could go eight and four in 2024. Yeah, but there, I know where one loss is going to be, and it's going to be week one or week zero. To who? Week zero. Oh, you know who? To who? You know who? They're not losing to Hawaii. You know that. You know who it is. Yeah, that's right, baby. They're not losing. Go Bows, baby. You said baby. that last year. You said that last year, and <laughs> Vanderbilt thumped them. I mean, it's gonna be a same thumping this year that yeah, they, they have last they, year. They lost to Anthony in for orgy, whatever his name was. <laughs> I'll still yeah, never, sure. I'll still never forget hearing that guy's name live, and I'm just like, I had to stop. I'm like, what did he just say? Vanderbilt uh, could win seven of their first eight games this year. That is amazing. Yeah, and the one they're going to lose is Hawaii. They're not losing to Hawaii. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> now, the one, that, the one they're going to lose is Florida. They'll lose at Ole Miss. They'll beat Auburn. They'll beat South Carolina. They'll lose at Tennessee. They're going to go eight and four, nine and three this year. That's going to be awesome. Go Vanderbilt. Shout out to the Commodores. <laughs> Look at Florida's schedule for this year. Utah, McNeese, Tennessee, Charlotte, Kentucky, Vandy, South Carolina. I will say, guys, I think South Carolina is going to be a team to watch. I'm just going to be real with you. I think South Carolina could win the East. I mean, dude, they they started to really figure things out end of last year. You know, Spencer started to kind of get back on his role end of last year, and I think that momentum is going to carry over into this year. I think the one thing we have to question, though, is if if Georgia is going to have a quarterback or not. Um, yeah. If if Georgia Georgia's defense, I think will be fine. You can have a mediocre quarterback and win in college. Uh, just isn't going to be enough. That's that's the big thing. Georgia Georgia's still probably going to win the East, but I I think South Carolina is going to give them fits. I don't see ten. I see Tennessee falling a little bit this year. I could be wrong about that, but I I I, I think without Hooker, um, they're going to have a brand new quarterback, basically a brand new offensive line. Um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for the Commodores this year. I don't know, man. I'm seeing a lot of hype on Joe Milton right now. Like people are calling him a more a, you know an actually accurate Anthony Richardson, like with his arm strength and his mobility and his physicality, but he can actually throw accurately. Like if that's the case, who, buddy? Joe Milton might that, be a that guy. Could be. That that could be. Yeah. Um, a lot, like I've seen said, a lot of people would... high on him. <laughs> 
I'm just like in my whole thing, it would it would be interesting to see what's going to be one, two, and three by the end of the season. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna be dead honest with you guys. I'm not so sure about Alabama this year. Alabama's in a lot of trouble right now. I feel you on that one. I think Alabama. Did you did you did you watch the spring game? While. I did. Yeah. That was horrible. That was rough, like, dude. I'm, I'm like I'm watching these quarterbacks, and I'm like Nick Saban is in more trouble than he's ever been. <laughs> like it's gonna be like it's gonna be like that one forgotten Alabama team where they went like what nine and three or something like that of, of Nick Saban early in his Alabama career. I feel like you're gonna see that from Alabama. You're gonna see like a three. You're gonna I, I really do mark it right now. You're going to see a three loss Alabama team this year. No, I say four. Really? You think I so? say four. Yes, Alabama. I'm telling you, Shane. If you watched, uh, if you get a chance, if the rerun of that Alabama spring football game comes on, I mean, yeah, you that need, quarterback you did not look good. That man, yeah, that, those quarterbacks their did not look good. Defense was even, but their defense was even worse, though. That's what's sad. Really? <laughs> I, Here, no, it's, it's, it's I will horrible, give, man. I will give you their three losses right now. Okay. Week two, Texas Longhorns. I don't know about that. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna believe in in Ewers. I'm gonna believe in Ewers. Okay, they they fought a hell of a match last year on a Bama team that was supposedly a lot better than the one that's coming in this year. Uh, give me Texas week two. Uh, the next okay. one, I so am Texas going to Bichon? do what? A Texas without Bijan. A Texas without Bijan. I'm gonna believe in Ewers. That's who I'm okay. believing in right okay. now. The next one, I'm also gonna believe in Joe Milton. They're gonna lose to Tennessee, and then they're gonna lose to LSU. Yeah, Joe Milton does look really good. I think I think I think LSU is going to win the West this year. I, I honestly I don't I wouldn't shock me, man. I think LSU is going to be deadly. <laughs> yeah, I think I think LSU is going to be the best team in the West this year. Um, and, and some Mavens, I I could see them taking over Georgia in the SEC. I just I could I could see that this year. Well, to be uh, fair, like this is the last year of division, so. True. Yeah. Also, True, but- what do you guys think about that? That happened in our our like six weeks off, no divisions in SEC. At first, I was kind of hesitant on it. To be honest, I I just thought they were just going to rework the divisions. I did too, because I like the divisions, but I understand why they didn't because it is sixteen teams, and in order for them to do that, they would have to move Alabama and Auburn over to the east to bring in yeah. Texas. And Oklahoma, so, but to the West, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm okay with it um, because then we get schedules like we did in 2024 where Arkansas may play a Texas, but doesn't have to play an Alabama. It's not going to be like, imagine, imagine a West division where there's no Alabama, no Auburn, right? But you get both Texas and Oklahoma like mm-hmm. that'd be ridiculous. Well, in hindsight, like right now, speaking per se, Texas is a decent threat. Oklahoma's not that big of a threat right now. Uh, but even then, it's you're putting Oklahoma and Texas in. Listen, I'm telling you right now, is, with, is it, with Britt Venables, within two years, they're going to have a top three defense in the Britt SEC. Venables will be fired in two years because he's not going to win this year. <laughs> but anyway, I'm telling you, Britt Venables, I, I love Britt Venables. But if he does not get it done this year, they're going to fire him. That's just that's just all there is to it because Oklahoma's not going to put up with it. Now, two years? But, After two years? Yes. Yeah, Shane, the, football is a cutthroat business, my friend. It is a huge cutthroat business. If he goes another six and six 
He's gone. He's done. Oklahoma fans are furious right now. And I know Oklahoma fans personally. They are furious right now. Yeah, there's only so, a yeah, few they, uh, they colleges. They will get rid of him. There's only a few colleges in the country that would probably get rid of a guy, you know, after two years. And I, I, I could see Oklahoma being one. You know, there are a lot of colleges that's going to do be a trust the process sort of thing, you know. But uh, there's definitely – like, if he does go, like, six and six again and there's zero improvement, I wouldn't be shocked to see him gone, at least in my mind. Now, my biggest issue with getting rid of the divisions, though, Shane, um, what if you have an undefeated team against a one-loss team and that undefeated team already beat that one-loss team? Yeah, Th- that That kind of – that kind of – with divisions, you can defend that because that's the way it works. When you have one versus a two, and that one's already beaten two, um, that's that's kind of where push comes to shove and everything like that. But because uh, I do believe they said the top two will face in the SEC championship game uh, rather than um, you know rather than you know the divisions and everything like that. So um, I, I don't have a problem with it. But at the same time, if they do go into a situation like that where, like I said, if you have an undefeated team against a one-loss team, and that undefeated team already beat that one-loss team, I don't think they should have to beat them twice. That's fair. That's fair. What a wild news break that was of SEC getting rid of divisions. I'm just I'm a fan of divisions. I like divisions a lot. Um, so I was you know I'm not I don't have any ties to SEC. I couldn't even tell you who my favorite SEC team is. You know, but I was still like, ah, man, really? I, I love divisions, but, you know, I do I do get it. You know, I do understand it. I do understand kind of like what Shane said, but it's kind of a bummer a little bit. Yeah, it's just kind of a tradition thing, right? It's a tradition I mean, thing. Just, yeah, that's my just being, yeah. it, It's so hard <laughs> to let go of, I mean, yeah. given, I mean, eventually, I mean, we've talked about this, I don't even know how many times, eventually tradition is going to be gone yep. in college football. Unfortunately. But it's it's just so hard to let go, you know? Yeah. No, it, it is. Tradition is going to be gone from college football one day, unfortunately. I don't think, I just don't know when it's going to happen. It's going to happen whenever there's like this super mega uh, ultra extreme conferences. That's when it's going to happen. I saw, I think it was uh, Sidelines Network put up something on Twitter earlier, uh, you know, kind of predicting the, the future where it's like ACC is dead. Pac-12 is dead, and all there's left is the Big 12, Big 10, and the SEC. And it's just like you see all the – they had it mapped out across the entire country, the schools that would be in these conferences. Yeah, because I think eventually, though, Alex, you're going to see a little bit of these – like these 1AA schools, these FCS schools. Yeah. Um, I I think we should start seeing more invitations for those schools to start coming in. I mean, you think you think you put a North Dakota state and a South Dakota state in one of these big time schools, which I mean, I understand like as far as like school size goes, they're, they're not that big of schools or anything like that. But if you were to put these programs and give them a chance into these big time in the big time college football realm or, or something like that, uh, you, you look at the baseball uh, side of it, uh, go out to Cal state Fullerton over in California. Um, you know, there, there, are, there are some of these smaller schools that you don't hear of very much as far as the football basketball realm goes. But when it comes to baseball, uh, goodness, I mean, there's so there's so much business out there. It's not even funny. But I would I would love to see North Dakota State and South Dakota State compete consistently in the Division One level. Do you think they would ever make that jump? Because you know they've probably gotten invitations before. Or do you think they're just content just being the, the top dogs of, F, of um, FICS? I think eventually they're going to pull the trigger. The reason they're going to have to eventually pull the trigger is because right now, if I looked at their schedules correctly, I'm about to go back and look at their schedules. 
I don't think they have one FBS school scheduled for the next year or two. I'd have to go back and look to, to double check that. But um, if I looked at it correctly, because here's here's the thing, Alex, when you have these schools, because let's 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 face, it, you know, I call South Dakota, of course, you know, my favorite tight end of the entire world. Tucker Kraft was injured in week <laughs> one last year. They would have beaten Iowa. But um, but when you have these schools beat your some some of these big time programs, these other these other big time programs like Ohio State. You look at Michigan when when Appalachian State beat Michigan. Appalachian State was an FCS. They were in the Division One AA when they beat when they beat Michigan. Um, when you start seeing things like that, big time programs like that are going to stay away from the powerhouse, especially when it comes to the top dogs in the FCS. You look at the state teams, Youngstown State, which they were down this year, but they're they're usually pretty good. Yeah. Um, but they're going to they're eventually stay away from them big-time schools just for the simple fact is you lose to these schools, your playoff chances diminish just like that. You're not going to get in the playoff. It doesn't matter how well you do at conference. You're not getting in the playoff losing to an FCS school. I mean, honestly, in my, in my honest opinion, I think you're going to see a time in the next 10 to 15 years, maybe 20, that we're going to have – maybe four big, big conferences, and those are going to be the major conferences, and then you're going to have, you know, maybe four smaller conferences made of the smaller schools, but, I mean, that's just my opinion. I, I, I can agree to that. You know, I, I think how it is now with the conferences that we have, I mean, we already see it with the group of five that there is at least one conference that is slowly fucking bleeding out, and they're trying, they're trying so desperately to stay relevant. So I do agree with you. I do think that time's going to come. And, Ricky, to your point about their schedules, I just took a look at it. For 2023, South Dakota and North Dakota State, neither one of them are playing FBS schools. In 2024, week one, South Dakota State is playing Colorado, and then North Dakota State week one is playing Oklahoma State. Okay, okay. Um, But nothing this year for either one. Sorry, Deion Sanders, you're going to start 0-1 next year, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Also, dude, shout out to the fact that he might lose a foot. Oh, my God. Unfortunate. He lost lost some toes, I think, right? Uh, yeah, he lost his pinky toe and the one next to the pinky toe. Okay. Now he might lose his entire foot. Unfortunate. And then he's, ha- I think he's also having to have like, um, like he's having to have like massages like four or five times a day on that foot. Wow. Like for, to circulate blood to it. Yeah. I leave. I hate that for him. I, I really too. do. Colorado is going to be in for it this year too, in my opinion. I mean, they have a good team, but that schedule is tough. Yeah, I mean, you got – I mean, I I think – let me stress. I think you're going to see a drop-off for this team quite a bit this year, but right off the bat, they have to play TCU. Uh, I think you're going to see a drop from TCU, sure, but I think it's still going to be a tough game. Then you got Nebraska. Then you got Colorado State, and you have Oregon, USC, Arizona State, Stanford, UCLA, the Beavs. That's an automatic L for them. Arizona, Washington State, Utah. I mean, they they've got a fucking schedule. Like, up I mean, front. if they go five hundred, I'll be surprised. Like, I'll be impressed. Yeah, like looking six, at, six. Yeah, like looking at it, I think they'll get the dub on Nebraska. I think they'll get the dub on Colorado State, Arizona State. They'll get they'll catch that dub. Stanford they'll catch that dub. So that's four. Arizona. That's I th- tough. Arizona's on the rise. They really are. From from a team that used to be 
someone you could consistently rely on for terrible game of the week. They are on the rise after last year, but I would still say they're going to get that that W. And then maybe – no, I wouldn't say Washington State's a guarantee. I like Cameron Ward a lot. Uh, but other than that, every other game, bro, it's just like, eh, we'll see. <laughs> Tough schedule, man. Tough schedule. Mm. Hey, the Beavs are going to be good this year. Mark my words on that one, though. As long as, long as USC doesn't win, I'm, I'm fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watch Caleb Williams go back-to-back on Heisman. Ugh, he shouldn't have even won it last year. I swear to myself, he went. If he wins Heisman again this year, like I may go off even worse than what I went off with. Uh, what's his name? The rapist, uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, can't wait for that. Then no, th- this year for Heisman is going to be really interesting because I mean it could go to Caleb Williams, it could go to Drake May if they have good seasons uh, like they did last year. Uh, but even with the season Caleb had last year, like in my opinion, I don't think there was really a dominant performance. You know, last year. Where it's like, I don't know, you know, we chat about this for two seasons in a row now, where it's just like the Heisman winners these past couple of years just don't feel like true Heisman winners. You know what I mean? Where there's like that one guy that's the clear dominant guy, or those one or two guys that are the clear dominant guys of, the, of college football. And it's just like, which one is it? I just don't feel like we've had that the past couple of years, at least in my opinion. You know, a guy well, that I- completely just transcends college football. Well, I think one of the things we really got spoiled with, though, uh, Alex, Joe Burrow, historic yeah. season with LSU. Yeah. Mac Jones, historic season with Alabama. So we were used to seeing these couple of quarterbacks have these massive historic seasons, and all of a sudden we get Caleb Webb, who wasn't even a top 10 quarterback in my opinion. Right. So that's that, that's kind of where you push comes to show, because I, I could name nine more quarterbacks that could have gotten Heisman before him. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just, it, it just, to me, there's, it, it's a lot of it has to do with po- politics. It is very political. I don't care what any of the Heisman voters say or anything like that. There's a lot of politics that come involved in that. But um, yeah, Caleb Williams was not a Heisman, was not a Heisman player at all, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, there was those couple of flashes, you know, sure. But there was nothing that showed him as again that guy that transcended college football you know what i mean like he even made the joke about it at the heisman ceremony that all the guys that were there you know at the heisman thing because it was what cj uh bryce young max dugan it was no it was stetson it was stetson it was uh cj is cj it was cj stetson and max you know even caleb made the joke to him it's just like all three of you are getting to go to the playoffs i'm not you know, so even I feel like he was even a little bit self-aware. You know, that's what right. I mean? Bryce didn't. That's right. Bryce didn't make it. That's no, right. That's he, right. Bryce won Bryce. the year before, though. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I don't know. College football's been in a weird spot for a while when it comes to like who is that star. You know what I mean? Like we had those stars, those faces of college football with like the Trevor Lawrence, the Joe Burrow, you know, the Justin Fields, stuff like that. And it's like these past couple seasons, like we haven't really had the face of college football, at least in my opinion, we have not like, that's just my personal take, but I I personally think next year's draft is going to be very, very interesting with the quarterback spot. Cause I, I don't see a whole lot of quarterbacks out of this draft uh, for next year. Who's going to just I mean, pop yeah, off only off one list. really being talked about is Caleb, Caleb and Drake. And, I mean, they're projected to both go top five and I love Drake though. Let me stress that. Drake, I love Drake. Drake, yes. I I'll give you Drake. I love Caleb Drake. Williams, though, I'm sorry. Yeah. Love Caleb me some Williams Drake, gonna be but... a bust. Yeah, and he's probably gonna go first overall. 
I'll tell you who wants them. I'll tell you who wants them, Ricky, and you're going to like it, especially if they manage to make it happen. Washington really wants Caleb Williams. Oh, sure. Take him, Washington. Take him. Take him. Write it down right now. Give him that big old fat check. (laughs) Washington wants him, my my friend. You know, and uh, Caleb's a Washington fan. He grew up, but he grew up in the area. You know, he grew up in the D.C. area. He's a Washington fan. Um, I don't see how anyone's a Washington fan, but okay. Yeah, I agree. Hey, I would have been. A, I would have been if they would have given yeah, the Red Hogs. Hey, they could still change the name. Apparently, you know, with the new ownership. Yeah, we'll they see. went with the new ownership. They, I think they've got to wait a, a certain amount of they time. Do. But yeah, they, they do. Yeah, they got to wait, but it, it's still something that could technically happen at some point, which is kind of funny. In my hey, opinion. make it happen. I'll go buy me a jersey immediately. <laughs> the Red Hogs, man. <laughs> I'll have I'll have a fighting I'll have a team in the fight for the NFC East. Yeah. Oh man. Now it, talking about some NFL, the only things that's really been happening is you know Dalvin and uh, Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins both released looking for new homes. Um, Dalvin Cook is the one that really surprised me. I I, I want to know if it, it was a contract thing, like strictly about money, or was it like a like a front office kind of button heads kind of thing. See, that's what I'm curious about, too, because DeAndre, that the writing's been on the wall for that one for a while. You know what I mean? Like, that's no surprise. But Dalvin Cook, like, that that one just kind of came out overnight almost. Like, that one just kind of so, popped right. out. So, I, so here's here's the thing, though, guys, that you have to understand when it comes to running backs. Because this, this is – and this is kind of where I think the NFL kind of needs to restructure a little bit because the rookie contracts, to me, last way too long. Um, I think the rookie contracts needs to last three, two, maybe three years at most before they can get, you know, more money. But I want you guys to understand something. We're seeing in Dalvin Cook what we kind of saw with Zeke Elliott. So I'm going to go over his numbers because I actually pulled this up and looked at this before I started, before we started the show. If you look at his yards per game between the last, this is the last three seasons. This is between 2020 and now. In 2020, he averaged 111 yards per game. 2021, he dropped to 89. Last year, he he went to 69, and he played every game last year. So mm. you're starting you're you're starting to see this consistent yeah. drop. Yeah, the drop off. And when 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 you are a running back, because I remember last year when I was in fantasy when we were drafted fantasy last year, Dalvin Cook, I believe, was if he wasn't the top running back. He was he was one of the top five at least last yeah. year as far as running back goes in fantasy league. Um, but when you see this rapid drop, because we saw the same exact thing with Zeke Elliott, and what did Jerry Jones do? He gave Zeke Elliott all this money, and it really set, in my opinion, it really set us back a little bit because we had to go out and find some kind of miracle worker just to even just to even compete um, for what we did because we were not because Zeke was not giving us that. 18 20 million dollar value that that Jerry Jones had put out there. So that's why Minnesota let him go in my opinion is because you see this sharp decline and he's wanting this top dollar value and he's not a top dollar running back anymore. And I, like I said, I think that's why the NFL kind of is restructured. When you have the quarterback position, so you have like what a 350 400 million dollar cap. And the quarterback position automatically takes 40, 50, and we're starting to see some $60 million a year. It's insane. They're saying that on average, they take between 20 and 30% of the cap. I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. 
and we're seeing these numbers. Like I said, last year, Dalvin Cook played every game. He played all 17 games. The year before, he only played 13. He had more, he had, uh, he had less, he had only 14 more yards this past season playing 17 games than what he did the year before playing 13. That's how sharp of a decline that we have seen it. And, and, and Dalvin Cook. Now, I do believe he, he could be an impact somewhere, but I also believe we're getting to the point where we're not going to see this one dominant running back anymore. To me, the game is changing to where you have to have a at least a two running back system to be able to be able to have an effective running game. And so, um, yeah, that's in my opinion. That's the reason why they're, they're letting him walk. Uh, they're not going to pay him this top dollar value. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I think uh, I forgot who it was, but um, um, I forgot who told me. I think I think it might have been Clifton, but he said like running backs are seeing a serious decline after three hundred career carries. Um, yeah, and I think you might want to check what Dalvin's is because I think there's only two running backs that are breaking that mold right now, and that's going to be Dal uh, not Dalvin, but Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey. Also, I would so, say Nick Chubb too. So uh, here we go. Um, so this, all right. So between 2017 and 2022, this is the amount of carries that he's had each year. Starting in 2017, he only played four games in 2017. Uh, he had 74 carries in 2017, 133, 250, 312, 249, 264. So if you look at this from the perspective that I'm looking at it. Um, 13 games last year, 249 carries, 1,159 yards. In 2020, he had 312 carries for 1,557, and he only played in one more game. So, so you're, you are seeing that sharp decline, uh, you know, just, just right there. And a lot of it does have, does have to deal with the carries. And that's why, that's why I really believe you're going to start seeing a lot of teams Go more toward a, a balanced offense when it comes to a two running back system. You're not going to have that dominant running game anymore. Uh, just for the simple fact is running backs, their careers only last on average about five, six years before they're, before they're actually done. So, um, so yeah, like I said, I, I just, I think it can be effective somewhere, but it's got to go somewhere where you're going to have to have another dominant back with him. He's not going to be able to be that primary carrier anymore. I still think Miami is one of the best places for him, personally. I'm with all. Could, I'm, I'm on could, the bandwagon with that one. Could be Miami might pay him the, pay him a little bit more money. Um, he, I mean, he could go to Kansas City and win a championship, but they won't pay him the money. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Kansas City was and, also interested in DeAndre I mean, I think, Hopkins, but they I, don't have the money to get DeAndre. I mean, let's. I mean, let's let's face it. He can he can take maybe not the minimum, but not a giant payday and go to the Bills. I mean, yeah. I know they just drafted a pretty decent running back, um, but I mean, if you don't want to get, if you don't want to overpay somebody, but not get the minimum for a running back, I mean, Bills is a good spot to land. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what their cap situation is, but I'm sure they can pay for um that middle of the pack kind of running back, even with Dalvin's kind of talent. I mean, he's gonna help that team. Yeah. Now, whatever team ends up pulling the trigger on, on getting Dalvin, I think he's going to help wherever he goes. And I think the same thing about DeAndre Hopkins. I'm looking forward to where he's going to go as long as it's not New England, but it's probably going to be New England, in my understanding, which that blows me away since, you know, because of Billy OB. 
You know what I mean? Because he's still he's still in New England, isn't he? Yeah. Who? Bill Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Blows me away why DeAndre would want to go there unless they unless they've like come to terms on things. I don't know. Maybe DeAndre has kind of realized that maybe it wasn't all Bill, you know Bill O'Brien, but it was just the Houston Texans organization and Bill O'Brien was trying to get fired. I have no clue. That's just me speculating. But just how that situation heard, was handled, it just blows me away why DeAndre would yeah, consider that. I've also heard that D-Hop wants to reunite with Deshaun, go yeah. to Cleveland, or a, an actual reunion back with the Houston Texans. Those are the three landing spots. The Houston I've, Texans I've one seen. also baffles me. <laughs> so yeah, those are the three landing spots I've heard for D Hop, which is New England, Cleveland, and Houston. What a wild set of landing spots. Let's be real. Yeah. I know he visited the Titans, but I don't see that happening. You know what I mean? No. Titans are uh, Titans are Titans, one of those... are, Titans are about to reload, dude. They're gonna reload. Oh yeah. And bes- yeah, they're they're gonna reload. No, like like whenever we did the draft recap, like there are a couple teams that I feel like are just preparing to tank. The Titans is one based on their offseason moves, in my opinion. But the other one, the number one team in the NFL that I really think is planning to just eat shit purposely Washington. is Washington. Like I, I just don't believe in the draft Washington did. I don't believe in the moves they made in the offseason. They're gearing up to just eat ass, live fast, and eat ass. <laughs> that is their that's that's their goal for this year. I'm pretty sure. I like that quote. Live fast, eat ass. Alex baby. quote. I like. That. <laughs> oh. No, I'm I'm excited for stuff to actually start coming back here pretty soon. You know, uh, right now we've been doing training camps and stuff, um, but I'm ready to actually get back and get ready for football. Because whenever we kick back with August first, you know that's when we're going to start really diving into. Uh, every conference of college, predicting the winners like we did last year, predicting all the division winners and everything. It's going to be a time. It's going to be a time. I'm excited for it. Are we are we going to break down what we predicted last year compared to what happened? Dude, if I can dig up what I did, sure. But <laughs> I don't know if I can find what I did last year. So I figured just clean slate. I know I did bad. That's that's also why I'm saying clean. Slate. I know I got two division winners correct. I think I got Buffalo and I got um, Jacksonville. I think those are the only two division winners I got. Yeah, I should probably actually write it down this time. Like write down all of my division winners versus just using it all on like a website or something. Um, take a take a picture of it. Take a snapshot yeah, of it and yeah. save it to your phone or something. I will say because you also mentioned fantasy, so I've got I've got some potential ideas for the fantasy. So that's that's something to keep an eye on. Maybe for next episode ATFS sometime in July, because uh, I would love to have a fantasy league with like fan with you know people that listen to the show. I think that'd be cool. Um, so I've been kind of toying around with that and we're gearing up for our league again, of course, uh, sometime I'll start, I'll start seriously looking at it probably beginning of August. Uh, you have to go through the defending. Yeah. The raining. Hold on. Let me get your trophy. Uh, all right. Here, here's Shane's trophy with some sunglasses. Yep. Yep. And I'm the, I'm the runner up, which that's fine. I got my money. Me and Shane split the money. That's all good. Uh, also another thing just to publicly note, cause I like things to be publicly noted. You heard it from me. You heard it right here on ATFS 67. I am still going to get the prizes <laughs> for all the winners of all the predictions. I just been broke as shit and I haven't been able to get it. So that means I got, I just, I have four prizes to get Ricky. You're getting a prize. Um, Tyler's getting a prize. 
and Brady and Jacob both are getting a prize because those two tied for the NFL predictions, I believe is what it was. Ricky, I think you won the college predictions, and I think Tyler won the bowl predict, uh, predictions. I think that was all the winners. But, yeah, Brady and Jacob, I, they, they tied for our NFL predictions on uh, run, run My Pool. I thought that was wild when I saw it. Yeah, I'm coming for that next year. Oh, yeah, me I too. Was kinda dis- I was kind of disappointed with – with my predictions from last year. So I'm I'm going to go full try hard sweat mode. I'm going to try my best to not let Jacob sway me into bad decisions. I'm not going to have <laughs> there's not going to be any gimmies this year. There's going to be no, no no favorites, no no oh I think uh I'm not doing that this year, man. Yeah, I'm excited to get back into predictions, dude. That's one of my favorite things to do every single year. But uh yeah, the prizes for those four winners uh, I already know what I'm, I already know what it is. I already know what the prize is. So I just got to get my hands on it and get it out to everyone. I just been broke, so I'll get it sometime here soon. But you look, the the bottom line is when it comes to the prizes, I always supply them. It's just sometimes they're really they're really late, you know. For the original fantasy league that we had before the ATFS one was called the League of Tears. I was three years late on the trophy, but God damn it, I got all three trophies. <laughs> it took three years, but I did it, <laughs> which was my own trophy, Brady's trophy, and Tyler's trophy. I got it. took three years, but I got all three. I was I was the first year's winner, and then it was Brady, then Tyler. Um, so I, I will get the prizes, and I will get them before the season starts. I should. Um, so I'll make sure to get all those prizes out to those four, and then, we'll, of course, we'll have prizes again for this upcoming um prediction season um you know for anyone that wants to compete it will be open for people to compete and if we end up doing uh some fantasy leagues um with you know um uh, people that want listen to the show you know that's also something else uh, that you know prize a smaller prize will be thrown into it because i've got i've got a kind of a, a pretty big and cool idea for the fantasy league if we can make it work and get all the people for it i got a pretty sweet idea i gotta run by you boys privately uh so hopefully we can make it work because it'd be i think it'd be really cool um boys i'll be honest i can't think of anything else to really chat about mostly because i am starving uh that's the main reason food is on my brain right now uh do we want to do anything else we had something else lined up as a backup plan do we want to scrap that backup plan or do we want to say scrap that we i say we scrap it and save it for another time we have Jacob here. Okay. That, and that, that's actually my preference because what I wanted to do for this is I wanted to just be the guy simply drawing on the screen for everyone and you three do a two-to-one vote on how we are going to decide each. So I'll go ahead and show it because I had a screen lined up uh, for the streams. So I'll swap here. So shout out to Pro Football Stuff on Instagram. I follow them. They do a lot of cool graphics and everything. They're currently doing a... 2023 starting quarterback elimination thing and i i stole their graphic but i gave them the shout out so i think i guess it's cool i don't know um and we were just gonna vote uh and we we're gonna rank all the starting quarterbacks that's all we were gonna do but we'll do that another time because i would like to have jacob here too that'd be cool uh so that way i'm just i'm not the one voting here i'm just simply you know drawing on the screen i'll go ahead and draw 32 here for anthony richardson let me go ahead and get that in because we already know that will answer so yep. that one's done. Yep. Uh, let me go ahead and get Jordan Love on 31, just because I'm a hater. So there we go. Uh, we'll go ahead and put Justin Fields at number one. Get that locked in. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes at number two. Get that locked in. You're, Joe Burrow you're at three. Mind. Get that one locked in. 
You're um, really out of your mind. We'll do well. Gardner Minshew's not on here, so I can't put him up there, unfortunately. Um, oh God, he's, he's not pictured here. So we'll put Matt Stafford at number four. We'll do that. Uh, we'll do we'll do Big Dick Brock Purdy at number five. I'm I'm just kind of filling out the list, giving spoilers. You know, no big deal. T Law at six. Actually, no. T Law. Actually, let's erase that. T Law actually needs to be number two. And Patrick gets dumped down. Let's erase Patrick's, and he gets dumped uh, down no, number three. There we go. We'll we'll keep Joe at three two. They can just be tied. So I already kind of started it. There we go. Uh, what? <laughs> it's a terrible football show, man. I'm sticking true to our brand. We have a fucking T-shirt in the merch store that um, is literally like a hand-drawn thing. In fact, I'll I'll pull that up real quick. Hold on. Shout out to shout out to the merch store. We go to Sparky3.com here. He pulled over this monitor. We go to the the shop here. Uh, so we go back to the boys, and I think I should be able to do this right here. Yeah, nice little window capture, and boom, Sparky 3 shop, everyone. I'll go buy some merch. We have a nice little trash can here. We have the the B. The B is a nice piece of merch. Uh, there, there it is, the hand-drawn Sorry for Tech Probs. It's pretty nice there. Uh, that's worth that's worth a pickup. Uh, you know, got some game aesthetic stuff, some more. We got the Terrible Football Show shirt here. With the hand-drawn logo with the trash can that's on, rep on the jerseys. So, I think that's worth a pickup. You can get it in pink. You get a pink ATFS shirt. I mean, where else can you where else can you buy that other than sparky3shop.com? Nowhere else, okay? All right? And you just need to go over there and check it out, okay? As, as well as go over to, you know, Agent Inc. as well. You can buy a jersey and join the team. Or you can get a trash can hat. Who wouldn't want a trash can hat? I mean, let's be real. Trash can hat's a nice hat. I mean, look at that thing. Like, uh, look, look at that, 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 you know, the model wearing it and everything. Looks great. They'll open up for me. There it goes. Look at that. You know, we got ATFS on the back. I mean, come on. Come on, people. What are we doing? All right. Showed off merch. I'm plugging. Plugging and chugging, boys. Uh, but no, I think we can end the show. Uh, it's been about a 50-minute show once I erase the starting soon thing. So that's not bad. I think we can end it there. Uh, it was just, uh, it really, really was just a little, you know, hey, how you doing sort of episode. You know what I mean? It's middle of June. There's nothing to fucking talk about. So I'm hitting the music. We're going to get out of here. Uh, boys, last thoughts on anything for this hey, how you doing episode in June? Uh, ready to see you guys again in July and cannot wait for August to get here. I feel you on that. <laughs> Let's go weekly. Can't wait. <laughs> can't wait to get back to weekly, honestly. I really can't. Yep. Uh, Animan Plus has been in a weird flux recently just due to IRL stuff. I feel like it's honestly just that, you know, that Thursday time of week, man. It's been rough for all of us. So lately, it's just been Game Static. That's it. It's the only Sparky 3 content that's been popping off recently is Game Static. Uh, so I'm looking forward to a terrible football show coming back and having all sorts of conversations all year long. Because ATFS, man, it's it's... it's it's my favorite show to do here at Sparky 3. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a fucking, it's just a dumb time. <laughs> you know, it's a show where you can just go in, turn your brain off, and just have a real, and throw out dumb takes or good takes, depending on your mood, uh, and just have a great time, man. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to wrap it up. We'll be back sometime next month of July. I have no clue when. Just go follow us over at Twitter at TerribleFBShow or follow me at AlexLight23, and I'll post up when we're going to have an episode again. Uh, until next time, guys, have a good one. Bye. Thank you.